jasoncharles.net. Deep talk, talk, deep deep sounds. This is Body Tonic Radio with Jennifer DeLuca on jasoncharles.net. Hello, and welcome to Episode 7 of Body Tonic Radio. I am your host, Jennifer DeLuca, and today I have the pleasure of talking with Lisa Mehta, whose podcast series, Design for Living, premieres May 1st, right here on jasoncharles.net podcast network talk shows. Lisa Mehta is a next-level coach. Her website business is metamorphize.com. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to Body Tonic Radio. Hi. I want to talk to you about the new series in a little while. But first, could you tell our listeners what it means to be a next level coach? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Next level coach. So after years of trying to put together all of the things that I do, I decided the way to put it all together was helping people go to the next level in their lives from wherever they are. And then the ways that I help them are the tools like breath work, coaching, graphic design. So it's about taking people from where they are to wherever they want to go. Manifestation. Mm. And so you mentioned a few things in there um, that gave me sort of a feeling of this is a composite. You know, you're taking a lot of ways that people express themselves, can express themselves visually, maybe verbally, and you kind of maybe help put all of those pieces together? Exactly, yes. So it could be working with people in a branding sense, so that can be the visual aspect, but what is branding? It's messaging, so that gets down to words, and behind the business is the person, the entrepreneur, and they are someone who thinks and feels. So working with them on who they are as a person as they manifest and put themselves out there in the world so my tagline is be the creator of your life and that usually includes a holistic way of approaching living do you find that sometimes it might be challenging to get people maybe to look at themselves in that way sometimes I think I end up working with people who are ready for that and um, you know you have to want to change to change type of thing. But along the journey, there's always moments where that's what I'm there for is to kind of illuminate and push in my loving, gentle way. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because self-reflection can be really Mm -hmm. um, deep. And sometimes you see things that you want, you're celebrating about yourself, of course. Hopefully that happens tons of times. Yes. And you use the word ready. Um, So I think that's really interesting, too, because people kind of have to be ready to maybe let go of something that's not Mm -hmm. working for them. Or, I mean, it just sounds like it could be an emotional journey. It could be intense. Um, I don't love using the word intense, but it just seems like there's a lot that goes into what you do. Yes, I think that I can position myself as a mirror many times. And maybe they don't always like what they see. However... I'm there to move through the process and they always like what's on the other side, which is connecting the dots of where they are to where they want to go. And that's the whole point of the next level is they give me the vision and then I'm going to help them with each of the little steps to get there. You used the word 
want and I this resonates personally with me because just recently in my life I started thinking about want and the things that I want Mm -hmm. and um, I think maybe as kind of a middle child and someone who wants like harmony around me like it's really easy for me to just be like okay you can go first or whatever (laughs) whatever or even as a parent and a business owner that a lot of times they wake up in the morning and I think what do I have to do like you know what do I need to get done today and that's not really a language of want so can you share with me like some of your thoughts and feelings about approaching want in your life? Actually, yeah, that was something I learned. The The word want is very interesting to me, and I try not to use it because actually wanting creates more wanting mm-hmm. versus giving it a name. I'm really into words, meaning thing, like they have a lot of power. And so wanting, if you think about it, it's just going to create more craving of wanting. But in the sense of what you're talking about, I think, yes, identifying what it is that you're striving for and what it is that you want to create in your life and be responsible for um, bringing into existence is very different from just like handling what has to get done for the day. So as far as what, how I handle that, I am really big on morning routines. You mentioned morning and really setting my day up. I want my thoughts to always align with what I'm creating. And so meditation and breath work and journaling and any of the ways that I can have dialogue with myself is how I bring wanting into manifesting. Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying about the wanting and the craving because those are really different things and the word manifesting does take it to a whole other level because you you know I could walk down the street and be like I really I wish I could have that brownstone or whatever and it, then it's out there it's mm-hmm. like somewhere else you know it's like I've already decided like I'm not gonna have the brownstone or whatever <laughs> um, but instead you know using imagination to bring yourself to a place that's a lot or listening to your imagination Definitely. to become aligned with what's inside of you And one thing, another thing about manifesting, I think it it innately almost has this feeling of you're building action into it versus all that wanting and desiring is the imagination piece, which is, in my eyes, one of the steps of bringing something into your life. But then adding aligned action is where the manifesting comes in. So give me an example of aligned action. And you could maybe use my example or if you have another one you like. Sure. Okay, so I have a three-step process, actually. Realize, visualize, actualize. So you realize that you want to have a brownstone in your life. Great. So using aligned action, I see action as two parts. One is your thoughts. So waking up every day and every moment you can, creating thoughts that are aligned with you having the brownstone. So it could be, I now live in a brownstone on whatever street, if get as detailed as possible and say it as many times during the day, then the action is going online, start to look at places that are available. Anything you're doing, the tiniest little step starts to um, put it into motion. And I think what you put in, the universe gives you back, but you have to make the first move. (laughs) Mm, I really appreciate that. And it's also reminding me of another question that I wanted to ask you, which is about change. Often people... Uh, don't make a change until they're really dissatisfied. Like you have to become so dissatisfied with the way things are that you want to change it. And I had the pleasure of listening to your first episode and you talked about 
what got you to become a next level coach. Can you talk a little bit about your moment of feeling just so dissatisfied with where you were that you were like, this is not working. I'm going to do this. Yes. The thing is, I don't know if it was just one moment. I think it's been a few different feelings of wanting to change I think us wanting to change and evolve is a natural state that we all crave some people call it transformation it's just about evolving and so for me I think it was rooted in some of my body image issues really wanting to transform my body and I think I was focusing on the wrong change at the time an external versus internal so being young and just really not fully getting the self-development world yet I tried to make those external changes for the external world to validate me and want me and appreciate me. And then it wasn't until some of the things like breath work and uh, deepening my meditation practice did I kind of come from the inside out with change Mm -hmm. and noticing that taking those skills then and realizing that I can change anything in my life and if I put my mind to it. And that is what I bring forward now. And that's really what I'm passionate about helping people is almost realize how powerful they are Mm -hmm. to make any change they want, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I'm reading a book right now called The Power is Within You by Louise Hay. And so I actually had pulled a quote from it that I wanted to read to you because I thought it related to your career path. And I don't know, maybe you just want to hear it or maybe have something to add to it. But she writes... Finding your life's purpose, finding work that you love to do is loving who you are. Mm, I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I've been on the quest to love myself and to love what I do, so I can relate to that. And um, yeah, I think all the work that I've created has been about coming from the inside out, discovering what are those desires and wants even and wishes and then not letting people stop there because I think people are comfortable stopping at the wanting because it's scary to take action mm-hmm. so we all need a uh, you know I, sometimes I've been called an encouragement or or like a cheerleader even you know we all coaches have coaches. <laughs> I have I have a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's really important to have mentors like all the time. Totally. Yeah. It really keeps us on our toes. And I think for me, even sharing um, Pilates with people, I pull from a lot of different places to hold the space for people to come in with things that they might want to change or barriers that they're facing about themselves. So... I also wanted to ask you, you know, there are lots of life coaches out there. Like, what do you think really distinguishes your approach from other people's? That's a great question. I I get asked that a lot. And I, at first, really wanted to be different from everybody. But in the end, I think we're all really light workers, kind of sharing the same message and what would distinguish me would just be I'm me like I'm Lisa maybe you like my the way I piece together my words or my visual brand or the way that I present my message and um, I love that there's so many people helping people out there and I guess what's going to make me different is the more people that can get exposed to me might be able to connect with my message 
I think one of the other distinguishing things that I do bring a lot of different components coming from an athlete background, a graphic designer, marketing, psychology, business coach, life coach. So, I mean, I am the culmination of those things, which is unique to me. I was lucky enough, again, to get this advanced lesson of your show, and I really loved the way you um, string together words and the way that you package your ideas with words. And when I got that you were also a graphic designer, it was fun to think of like the way your brain pulls things together and balance and I don't know I could just almost see the graphic design and verb in your words (laughs) that's so cool (laughs) yeah so do you have a phrase I mean you mentioned one already you might want to repeat it again um you have some phrases that you use that were um catchy that I really like oh gosh queen of taglines over here (laughs) yes um well the be the creator of your life is my is my actual tagline for my company and then I'm often using things like high frequency living which has a lot to do with that idea of having a mentor and the idea of being pulled up into higher spaces and just thoughts are vibrating so your thoughts create things manifest it yeah <laughs> and the and the the what was it visualize oh uh, realize yeah. visualize Actualize. actualize so you yeah. can metamorphize <laughs> <laughs> it works it totally works well i um, have a secret desire to be like a uh, spoken word kind of flow chick so i think a lot of my words come out like that <laughs> that's good hey if you're ever doing a poetry slam i'll go <laughs> you are listening to body tonic radio on jasoncharles.net and i am here with Lisa Metta, who will be the host of Design for Living, an upcoming podcast on jasoncharles.net talk shows. So what can listeners expect from your podcast, Design for Living? They can expect to hear more about how your thoughts can align. If you align your thoughts with your vision that you can really create anything you want. And I'm going, each of the episodes is going to be based on just one word. This is how I'm going to get that word stuff in there. (laughs) I get very inspired. One word has so much packed in it and it's full of so many nuggets. So each episode will be a word. We'll talk about how that word has influenced my life and how you can take that word and start creating for yourself. I love words too. So I'm looking (laughs) forward to that. I wanted to ask you, like sometimes I come across people like we're in New York City and and just like you, you have a lot of talents. So there are a lot of people that we come into contact with that have many, many talents. Do you come across people who come to you and they're like, they have to zero in? Like what, how do you get them going to zero in? You know, like they might be a good film person. They can also draw and then they sing and then blah, blah, blah. How do you work with somebody like that? That's a cool question because I wanted to be that person that zeroed in and I almost drove myself crazy wishing I was only good at one thing. And it wasn't until I started to accept that all these things are who I am and that there's got to be a way that it can come together in my life, in my business to make sense. And that is exactly the people I attract. And what I tell them is, you need to just be you and we're going to put this puzzle together. I love puzzles and that's what it is where you have to find the rhythm, the dance, the song, the way that it's going to flow. And when we do, it's going to be beautiful. And I spent 12 years trying to figure out my own integration of my business. And that's actually how next level came. 
the word next level because it took me forever to figure out what was the umbrella to it all. How do you get your clients to begin expressing themselves to get to that place, right? Because the meditation is all happening inside them. But when they want to communicate with you, do you have certain exercises you do just to get them going? I think I have a very natural way of making people feel comfortable. So just the way that I ask questions, I think coaching is really just about the kind of questions you ask. And Mm -hmm. so we're just, I'm there exploring and just having fun with people. And the more I make it fun, the more they just relax. And Mm -hmm. the idea of progress changes. And if growing your business can be fun, if exploring how to integrate it all can be fun, then you start to look forward to it. And then the collaboration just becomes an open yeah my clients end up working with me for years because we're just like (laughs) become collaborators so this leads me to my next question which is what do you do sometimes when people um, are dialing out of their career like do you work with people sometimes who they you know went through building something and now actually they decide they want to focus on a different aspect of their lives yeah definitely I mean next level is going from wherever you are to wherever you want to go and so I think that's it's just evolution really and so we would just look at again okay so you realize that you want to go to another phase in your life so let's start to visualize it out together and then I have one of my little questions I ask people is so for that to happen what needs to happen and I will just drill that down until we get to the like (laughs) I need to write an email to so-and-so the doable task (laughs) yeah the doable task I like that you know, I'm also in a place right now where, um, you know, I've been in my career for 20-something years, and um, and I, I love what I do. I have a lot of friends who have had great careers, and they're, they are kind of dialing out, like a little lost. Like, they're not quite sure where they are relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have so much energy, and now they're really thinking thinking like what is it that I want to do and I'm wondering if you have anything that I can share with my buddies that I could say well Lisa Meta says blah 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 here's it here's what Lisa is I'm right here tell them that confusion is just clarity in disguise (laughs) I knew it I knew you'd have something but it's true I mean I think it has to get messy before it gets figured out and it's so much in the inquiry and I think this is where them asking the right question and pivoting their mind to the right space not like I'm a this from the past it didn't work out or any of the even the am I relevant question it's more about okay well what brings me joy what makes me laugh where do I feel myself and that's the pathway to what's next Mm -hmm. I like that you used the word joy I feel like you know, that's coming up a lot. I'm glad that people are going after joy. Also, I am a believer that you can take what you love to do and that you could make money at it. I think that there are a lot of people out there who feel like it's one or the other. And what do you have to say to those people? (laughs) Well, I tell them that they can do it too, but I just show them really. And they'll come around or maybe they find safety in whatever they are doing. I mean, again, they have to want it. (laughs) Right. And there is something about psychological security, financial security, that that's a feeling that under 
lies your day, right? And um, then you can enjoy your free time. You can enjoy your hobbies. Like I I danced professionally for a little while and I was like miserable. I loved to dance, but I hated having a career in dance. And I found that what brought me more joy was actually teaching dance because I could still work with movement. I could play with the music I wanted to play with. I could play with the moves that I wanted to do. I could share that joy with other people. Um, and I couldn't do any of those things as a professional dancer. So it was really interesting to make that realization. Then later for me with Pilates, I realized I wanted to be with adults more often. Like I really didn't want to be with kids. I wanted to have people older than me, younger than me, whatever. I mean, I think I was really lucky that my dad had said to me when I was very young, like, do what makes you happy and you will be successful. And it's really powerful for someone to have a parent who's going to say that, but so many people don't. Right. Right. Yes. I also was very supported in whatever I wanted to do, especially in the arts. And uh, something you said just made me realize you asked me what makes me different. And um, you're talking about creating a lifestyle that you love. And that is what makes me different from the other coaches. I want to focus on people imagining how they want to wake up every day. What does their life look like? So not only are they doing what they love, but they're creating the life to support that. So again, holistic. And like you said, you love dancing, but it didn't have the right look of how it of what my life yeah right yes and yeah it's that's really true well i think that that's going to be so great for so many people to be able to listen to you express this and are you is it just going to be you will you have guests sometimes or maybe right now i feel like um i have something again (laughs) called creative constipation where i just (laughs) i need to let out some of this stuff Well, but I'm, I'm going to have you on the show. Oh, I would love to be on the show. I could always use a fresh redesign. Um, <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure talking with you. I am so glad that you'll be able to share all your skills with the world out there. I got a few friends that I want to send your way. For more information on Lisa and her work, you can visit metamorphize.com and her podcast, of course, Design for Living, premieres May 1st exclusively on jasoncharles.net podcast podcast network on the talk shows page. Thanks for listening. And I will be back again next month with another expert in the field of mind, body, and soul here on Body Tonic Radio. Body Tonic Radio with Jennifer DeLuca and jasoncharles.net. jasoncharles.net Deep Deep Talk, talk, deep deep sounds. sounds.